Coming up next on to a new RFM, we're talking travel and Sally Lucas will be joining me, Jane Klein. And we are looking at culinary experiences, places you can go combining travel with some great experiences in the food line. We'll also take a look at some cycling holidays and the five top US rail journeys. We're talking travel thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King. And Sally Lucas, uh, we have to eat when we're away, so why not make it an experience? (laughs) (laughs) And a good one at that, Jane. (laughs) There's a couple of ones I'd like to talk about today. Um, Adventure World have come out with a couple of culinary um, experiences. Now, one's on the Blue Train, which is the famous train that travels from in a, within Africa from Cape Town to Pretoria or vice versa. And you're getting also on this one free night pre or post the actual rail journey as well. Um, now this is valid for travel up to December this year. And the accommodation, as I said, could be in Pretoria or Cape Town, including breakfast. You get a transfer between the hotel and the station. And as I said, the night's accommodation is in a deluxe suite on board the train with all meals and beverages on board. But they don't include French champagne and caviar. You do have to pay extra for those. Now, these go on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. And the whole idea is to give you a cultural experience as well and also to do with heritage as well. So they say it's a timeless world of grace, elegance, and romance where spectacular scenery combines with pleasurable comfort. It's a 27-hour journey of 1,600 kilometres through some of the most diverse and spectacular scenery offered by the South African subcontinent. So on the southbound trip, Pretoria to Cape Town, there's a stopover and excursion in Kimberley where you can take a step back in time to the days of the Diamond Rush and you visit the Kimberley Open Mind Museum. And on the northbound uh, journey, pardon me, Cape Town to Pretoria, it stops at a place that I hesitate to pronounce correctly <laughs> because it's more in, in the um, the Dutch vein. So Matchisfontein, um, and here you've got Victorian buildings and original 19th century London lampposts as well. So you feel like you've entered into an actual time warp in a different age. But the dining experience is the thing on the blue train, which is an elegant affair. And as they say, it's a banquet for all the senses. So they have carefully selected South African wines complement the gourmet cuisine service. And in keeping with the classical ambience of the dining car, um, they still have a, a casual, uh, lunch is a casual fare, but dinner is more formal. You have to wear a jacket and tie for a gentleman and elegant wear for the ladies. Mm. So there you go. That's something very different if you'd like to incorporate it into your South African journey. Mm, the blue train is quite renowned, isn't it? It is, and it, you look at if you look at it online, or listeners, if you'd like to have a look online, the um, you know it's a very elegant carriage, it's very beautifully decked out. So just have a, a look at it online, and you'll get an idea of what you'd be able to experience, which is really quite fantastic. Now, something really different, the flavours of India. So that's something different again. And this is, they say, you'll experience the best street food in Delhi, the delightful taste of Rajasthan's traditional cuisine in Jaisalma and Udipur, uh, the, the colours of India's markets and bazaars, and how to cook up delicious regional dishes in a number of inspiring cooking classes. Always, as in India, it is very vibrant, of course. You know, you always see the photos of all the beautiful spices, the ladies in their wonderful, colourful saris. They just look absolutely fantastic. So you also explore the vibrant food scene in Mumbai and the Portuguese cuisine of Goa before unwinding at the end on an idyllic beach. 
So this is quite an interesting itinerary, Jane, and it is goes for, let me see how many days. I'm just flicking over my pages. It's a 14-day itinerary. So it's got lots of inclusions in it and a wonderful itinerary. As I said, it does go to Delhi, Bittenur, Jai Salma, as I mentioned, Jodhpur, uh, Udipur, and then it even stays at the Best Marigold Hotel, the Best, the exotic. best exotic Marigold Hotel. How wonderful. <laughs> yes, and it's a, a, the real name of it. It's a rural palace hotel of Ravla Kempur, but it was there that the movie was filmed. So you even get to take that in. And, of course, you do Mumbai, and, of course, Goa's famous, of course, for its beaches and its southern cuisine is quite exemplary. It's wonderful. So there's two lovely very different, if you like, cultural and uh, food journeys that you can experience. Sounds a great way of uh, planning your travel around food. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all, Jane. I think it's one of the most important things I look at when I'm travelling. I do love the culture and history, but I must admit I do love, you know, really uh, taking in all the smells and aromas and, and tasting and sampling the food of all those different countries. It is, is quite a wonderful thing to do. And we're talking travel Thanks to our sponsor, Travel On King. Sally Lucas, there are more ways of travelling apart from by train, although we'll come back to travelling by train in just a little while, I think. We will. But uh, doing a, a little bit of work for it yourself, cycling. That way you can earn those wonderful meals we were talking about, can't you? So, yes, and there's such a range now, Jane, of cycling tours, I guess, most people in their heads would think, yes, you know, we can cycle in New Zealand or Europe or Australia, but you don't think much of anywhere else. But there's an absolute oh, amazing, amazing amount of cycling tours you can do in all countries. And you can do it at different comfort zones, you know, depending on your level of fitness and whether you are really, you know, a and regular biker. Yes. Yeah, and experience, especially when you're doing Alps and mountains, it's not, not easy. I mean, going up is taxing on the, on the old body, but going down is you've got to be so careful coming down, you know, a bit of a slippery road and... <laughs> yes, let's. Uh, so it's nice to do it with somebody who knows what yes, they're doing. Yes, so these are you. You can self guide. Um, this is with a company called Exodus Travel, and they've been around for the donkey years. You know, they're a very well, well respected wholesaler in the industry, and you can do anything from a leisurely to a moderate to challenging to tough. So there's all sorts of you know different levels of cycling depending on your level of fitness, and that will obviously dictate what country you pick is whether you're going to do that or not, because it could be a little bit daunting if it's not only the steepness. If you're in the countryside, that's great. But like cycling through some parts of it, like if you're in Mexico, or which you can do, uh, Morocco, or some of these other places where the traffic might be a bit you know, worrying, India. Um, so you just really have to think about that. But I think it's just lovely to know, though, that you can do this and incorporate, you know, even just a, a short cycling trip as part of your experience in the country you're going to because then you're going through usually lovely fields or Alps, lakes, mountains. You stop regularly, you know, you're taking in smelling the roses, I suppose, if you want to put it that way. So it is more leisurely and generally you will be taken out of the city, obviously, um, into these more spectacular and beautiful areas to cycle. So you're not actually cycling around the city, but you might have to sometimes, you know, but you'll have a guide with you, as I said, unless you want to be self-guided, but you'll certainly be going. It's all small groups. And so everything when you do book it on is all included, like the accommodation, your bike, obviously, the equipment, etc., etc. So 
it's just a nice way to think of doing it and you've just got so many ways of doing it and so many countries you can do it in now. I mean, you've only got to look at the size of the book, Jane, that I'm showing you. It is, is, is What do you think how thick it is? You would never have had a book of cycling tools that thick once upon a time. So the, the range is absolutely unbelievable. So and just keep that in mind. C- some of the countries that are a little bit different? Yeah, um, well, as, as I said, Cuba, for example. I mean, I didn't even realise myself there were cycling ones through Cuba. Albania, the beautiful mm-hmm. Alps of Albania, Croatia, Montenegro, Latvia, as well as the usual European countries, Iceland, um, as I said, Mexico, Morocco, India. So, you know, the world, Argentina, mm, a, whole, a whole raft mm. of them there now. So, yeah, it's quite a, quite a remarkable book, actually. It's very interesting to have a browse through. So keep that in mind if you're interested in that. with this adventure world and exodus travels have put that uh, brochure together for you. Earn your food. Now, we did say we'd be coming back to the rail. rail. Just mm. quickly, Jane, I just thought I'd mention that I uh, just got a little one come through my desk the other day suggesting that there's top five um, USA rail itineraries that you might like to undertake. And one's called the, the Great American, which is based on a coast-to-coast journey across the entire United States from New York to San Francisco, and that's a 12-day rail journey. And there's a jazz, blues and rock and roll, which is a, a 14-day journey, including um, nine days on the actual train, then some accommodation each end, which goes between um, Chicago and New Orleans. Um, Route 66, of course, the famous Route 66, where you can discover some of those gorgeous cities on Route 66, and it kicks off um, in Chicago, and which is the starting place of the famous Route 66, and ends up in Los Angeles. That's nine days. And then there's a California coast, which is a very pretty coastline, of course. That's a nine-day itinerary um, where you're going, of course, uh, from San Francisco through to San Diego, going for stops in Paso Roble, Los Angeles, etc. And then there's just another little one in the New York City that you can do, a little three-day called the City That Never Sleeps bike tour. It's just a four-day, three-night tour there. So, yeah, isn't that interesting that we've got all these different things coming now, whether it be bicycle, rail, whatever. There's so many options out there for you to choose from. Lots of good things. And uh, you've also said there's been some changes to there have the to US some visas. And visa and Indonesia, and Indonesia as well. So just keep those in mind. But check, um, we now can go to um, from Australia as, as an Australian citizen, uh, exempt for stays of up to 30 days. And so long as you're going into any of the major seaports or major airports, if you're travelling overland and it's different or something like that, you'll have to then get a visa on arrival, which is US $35. So just keep that in mind if you're an overland traveller. But certainly anyone flying into the major airports or the seaports will have a 30-day exemption. Hmm. And um, with America now, um, they're saying that you don't get a stamp or anything in it, but you must hold a passport from all these different countries, which have given us a list of which we are still one of, thank heavens. Um, And you can get it online, which is the easiest way. And usually... Sometimes um, they can take up to 72 hours, so we suggested you, you know, a little earlier. It doesn't matter how early you really do do it. Uh, you must hold a return or onward ticket with a major airline or cruise company that's registered, and you must not be staying for any more than 90 days, including Mexico, Can- uh, Canada and the Caribbean uh, as well. So just remember that. Um, and there is a website you can have a look at, which, which is, if you just Google ESTA, E-S-T-A, which will take you into what you actually have to do online and how to do it. But things are easier? Maybe. Yeah, a little, I think. A lot different. of uh, countries are doing this online one now, and some of them are a bit complex. The ESTA isn't, but like, 
you try and do the online one for India, it's a bit of a nightmare. Um, but this is the way they're going, like a lot of things, Jane. It's yes. not the old filling out the application form and sending it off. It's doing it online and submitting it now. So things have changed in that direction. But your travel agent will always help you with that if you get stuck. Thank you, Sally Lucas. And we'll be back talking travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news. Thank you. Thanks to our sponsor, Travel On King. On to a new RFM.